This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Give Me Some Good News, the podcast where we, we try and keep in a good mindset, keep keep your spirits high, keep you smiling, and what's all this doom and gloom in the news at the moment. I'm your host, stand-up comedian Nathan Caton. What's good? Hope you guys are cool. As ever, I'm joined by the very talented Rich Wolfenden. How's it going, man? Uh, I'm very good, mate. Are you okay? I'm cool. I was, I was going to call you the Wolfman, but I know you don't like it. The Wolfman, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I always get the Wolfman, and the latest one is just the Wolf. I don't know, just I don't know. I, I just can't go for it. I can't go for it. Wolf. Wolfie is fine. Go call me Wolfie if you like. Wolf. What about just, just Wolf? No, oh, I don't know. No, we've had this discussion before. It sounds too gladiatorsy, and that's, we can't have that. That's no. a good thing, mate. Oh, mate. Um, I used to love gladiators when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, as ever, we are joined um, by a, a very special guest, a very funny comedian who I've had the pleasure of working with um, on the circuit. Let's get her on, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. Can we push on McLean? How's it going? Hi. Hi, love. See you well. I'm good. How are you? Very good. I'm okay. I'm absolutely freezing. The heating's broken, which is why oh, I'm recording shit. this sat in a dressing gown. <laughs> oh, you look shit. so comfortable, though. You look so cosy. Yeah. I know, but I don't want you to think that I'm not taking it seriously. I'm like fully dressed <laughs> at, like an adult for a normal day underneath this, but I, I've gone for like a quite luxurious dressing gown. And I just didn't want you to think that I was like Hugh Hefnering my way through this. <laughs> it's because I'm freezing and you could see my breath if you're in the same room as me. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I, is it going be like repaired and fixed because it's the worst time for it to for the heating to go yeah i know mate so so it's rub it in uh yeah no i think it'll all be fixed soon fingers crossed because it is so cold i can't think how how was uh how was lockdown and the summer been for you man you've been busy uh, is it bad to say i actually had quite a nice time like, a lot apart of people from, have enjoyed it, haven't they? It's strange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what apart it is. from like facing like absolute financial ruin, um, <laughs> I basically went back to where I was from in Wales and had lockdown there. And like, it's just a very beautiful place. And also, you'll know this, Nathan. Like, so much being a comedian, your whole year is built around the fringe in August yeah, and August yeah, and yeah. all that and summer festivals. And taking that out of it and just being like, oh, having a summer holiday. Uh, you know, even at home was like, oh, is this what normal people do? This is quite <laughs> nice, isn't it? So yeah, I kind of, I kind of had a nice-ish time, apart from obviously worrying about money and work and the people I love's health. But yeah, I think I sound like such a mad, like sort of yoga hippie. But actually, just having some time out to sort of reconnect was really good for me. <laughs> uh, it was like, do you know what I mean? Like being forced to stop working was actually quite a good thing. I hear that. I mean, I got, I had like Fridays and Saturdays off, and it just felt so weird. But eventually, it's like, oh, I can, I can have a drink. I can just, you know, just yes! chill out yeah. and do stuff. You know. Oh my god, having a Chinese takeaway on a Saturday night and watching Strictly, I was like, I felt like <laughs> I was cosplaying as a normal person, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I went on holiday last summer with my girlfriend, uh, and it's the first time I've been like had like a proper weekend off in ages. And I just sat there. I was like, so I don't have to do anything. And my girlfriend was like, no, just sit here and shut up and enjoy it. I was like, okay. <laughs> Can I go to the reception, do like a quick 10 and come back? <laughs> yeah, just to make sure I match fit on this holiday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but okay, cool, man. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, man. Much appreciated. Um, as you know, podcast called Give Me Some Good News, where, you know, 
the guests come on, share some good news. It could be from, from, from the news, from their personal life, from, from anything they've seen, anything that puts a smile on your face and our face and on, on the listeners' faces too. So um, what is your, your, your first story? Okay, well, I think I've gone ridiculously twee for this. That's all right. <laughs> but basically, I, I just think it's really tough at the moment for students, you know, in lockdown, and a lot of them are locked in their halls. So there's this, um, in Cardiff, in South Wales, uh, basically the chaplains at Cardiff University have been organising socially distanced dog walks, so they bring their dogs along with them, so the students can take them out on a dog walk and have a conversation, and it's all safely done, and they can be outside, and also like it's so therapeutic being with animals but it's just got everything I love in a story it's like there's dogs there's people coming together there's like you know like religion doing some good in the world like it's absolutely like it just made me feel all like lovely um because yeah. I don't I was raised like completely without a faith and obviously like it's like the circuit is pretty atheist and then so my understanding of Christianity is really limited and then you know you just watch the odd documentary about sort of like systemic child abuse and you're like oh they're really horrible and then you see like actual like Christians day to day and like oh no there's just a nice man with a beard who wants people to walk his dog and not be lonely and um, so yeah that is my it's just making me smile talk about it talking about it because yeah I just think there's something very cute about a bearded chaplain and he's got a beagle and it's really really cute and beagle is one of the the beagles that he takes with him and it's got an amazing name i think it's called like gary or something like that it's, it's got nice. a really oh no it's he's got a seven-year-old beagle called dave which is so cute <laughs> um, so yeah that's the story that like really made me smile okay. i love this i love the idea that these like old chaplains are getting in with the students and that they'd come on their student nights out he's got the idea of these like 60 year old chaplains in like the student bar like necking shots for 8p and that sort of thing Stormzy 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 (laughs) yeah just doing Jaeger bombs with them all and Dave the Beagle's like fucking hell I've got to get up in the morning (laughs) another walk come on Um, that's fine that's nice I mean well so do they bring the dogs or is it because obviously yeah Okay. students don't have their dogs because yeah, that's yeah. the other thing is when I moved to uni I went from living on a farm to like in a city and I really missed animals and like nature so I think it's a really nice nice thing also like if it's anything like my first year as a student it was just like constant rejection from boys who are fitter than me so like you'll oh. never be rejected by a dog <laughs> so, <laughs> all those girls who are like me sort of like not sorted out their hair or their style yet and they're like you know only like a size 14 but convinced that no one will want to fuck me because of it I could have really <laughs> done with taking a beagle out into a park with a nice kind man from the church <laughs> I honestly think that would have made my first year of uni way more bearable <laughs> I love the phrase you'll never get rejected by a dog it sounds like it would be a perfect like fridge magnet or like, like a, or like a influential thing you'll have printed on the side of your house and that sort of thing not on the side <laughs> yeah. of your house in your kitchen that sort of yeah. thing on the yeah, side like of your house <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not like on the whole like gable end like the whole size of the house not that no no, no. like when they the um, projected ne- uh, Gail Porter's naked body onto the houses of parliament like that but with a sassy saying about a dog <laughs> yeah, and the it. saying for cats of course is a cat will always reject you forever that's what you've signed yeah. up to. You don't get loved by a cat, no. <laughs> oh, are you both dog people? I've got both, but like, there's a definite discrepancy in how my cat behaves towards me compared to my mm. dog. My dog in lockdown, very sadly, 
uh, had an accident and broke his back, so he's oh, in a wheelchair. No. Oh. Yeah, um, uh, which I know is really sad, but also incredibly cute. <laughs> so he's got like a little wheelchair now. Um, so he's like this little robo dog that goes around the village. It's very, very oh. sweet. And I sort of looked while all that was happening. It was obviously so stressful. And I looked to my cat for comfort. And I know he physically can't pull his middle finger up at me, but he might have worked out. It's like, unless I'm giving him a sachet of food, he's got absolutely no interest in me. Oh, man. What do- what kind of dog have you got? Uh, he's a cardigan Chikorgi, which is... Um, it's not the one the Queen's has. It's like a bigger one. It looks more like um, a big grey fox. He's got this mad tail. And, like, yeah, it's, he's really cute. He's really sweet. Um, and he's even cuter now. He's got little wheels and he can't go oh. upstairs. Because <laughs> we would have had a trouble anyway with him coming up and sleeping in our bed. But now he can't get up the stairs. He's like a Dalek. We've outsmarted him. <laughs> oh, the poor thing. We're in, we're in the market for a dog. Like, we're trying to get a dog in the new year. But, like, dog prices are, like, mad. And one of our yeah. housemates is um, allergic to dog fur, which is, like, oh. massively shrunk the kind of dog species that we can get. So we're in the market for a dog now. And I just don't know what a good kind of dog to go for is. Is that kind of dog... Which, oh, which he's great. A, I mean, obviously, I've got one. a faulty one now, um, <laughs> yeah. but he's really good. But I don't get if you're allergic to dog hair. Uh, corgis have two coats, you Do know, you? like people with money, or when the Strokes went through a stage of wearing two suit jackets. So, um, <laughs> so there's like a short one and a long one, but it makes them waterproof. But it also makes so much hair, and they they stink. So don't get one of those. Uh, get a nice like a poodle okay. or something like that. They're hypoallergenic, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, the suggestion that my housemate wants is she wants two uh, Yorkshire um, Yorkshire Terriers. I was going to say Yorkshire Puddings, actually. Eh? two Yorkshire Terriers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if really she wants hungry. two Yorkshire Puddings, absolutely my speed. <laughs> like, I'm way more interested in that. Yeah, Yorkshire Terriers are the little, like, ones that, like, nanas have in handbags, right? Yeah, where they put, like, little bows in their hair and that yes. sort of thing. And it looks like they're wearing, like, a, a dress kind yeah. of in their hair. Like, it goes down to their feet and that sort of and thing. And they've always yeah. got those little wet moustaches. I don't trust those dogs. Oh. They look like there's too much selective breeding in them they look too weird because also they, like when they get wet they feasibly look like something you would pull out the plug hole of your shower like i just don't yeah. think they're like fun dogs to have in your life yeah also she wants to call them truffle and balsamic after her favorite oils oh no which is no. just oh, like, come on. the most middle class name i can't believe she's gentrified a dog like that's <laughs> impressive work <laughs> Oh, man. So what what dog do you want, Rich? Well, obviously, because we have to get a hypoallergenic one. Um, I've been, like, browsing through them all and, you know, seeing what species are out there and what. I want to get a Scotty. They look really, really cool. Yeah, the little black ones. Yeah, like jet black. Yeah. Kind of like a, a, a Westie, but the complete opposite colour. Um, yeah. They look so cool and they look so fun. So I'll get one of them. I'll get one of them, definitely. They're great. I didn't know they're hypoallergenic. Yeah, because also one of my favourite characters in Lady of the Tramp is... Um, <laughs> That's is what everyone those. says. <laughs> yeah. You should That's always amazing. pick things by Disney films. Like, don't do any more Googling. Just be like, I like the cut of his jib. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, I'm, I'm on a hunt for a mermaid called Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, Rich, you're saying dogs are really expensive. I mean, I, I know nothing about like pets here. So, I mean, like, what what kind of prices are you talking to like get a dog? Oh man, they're so expensive. So we were just like looking on like uh, Gumtree and like Preloved and that sort of thing. But like the cheapest Scotty you could get is like a puppy. Uh, I think it was like sixteen hundred quid. Okay. It's so. Yeah. Much money for a dog. It's because of COVID. Um, so, like, traditionally around my, like, where I'm from in Wales, they, like, you would get a Jet Russell puppy for 
at the most about 150 quid and now they're 1,500. What? Because everyone's oh getting God. a dog because they're, now they can work from home and everyone's like, I fancy a dog or let's finally get that dog. But it just means yeah. that like opportunistic people are obviously charging loads. Have you thought about going to somewhere like Battersea, like a dog's home? Yeah, but they're all gone. They've all been like claimed. Like oh everyone's just gone for like any dog as soon as possible. When I went on Gumtree, I did the classic tight ass thing of go price low to high dog. <laughs> the first one was a chicken. It's <laughs> <laughs> like rare breed of dog, fifty pounds. It's like it's a chicken. <laughs> That's um. Good effort, well, right? I'm. I would love another dog. Like to uh, yeah, just um, not because the one I've got is on wheels, but like I would just love another dog. And the way I see it is like all these people have bought puppies. I'm just going to sit it out for like eight months, and there's going to be a lot of dogs up for rescue soon because yeah. people will obviously get them and then be like, oh, this thing's massive now, and I have to walk <laughs> it. So yeah, I'm basically um, really cynically betting on people not being able to look after their animals, and I'm going to swoop in. And steal all those puppies like Cruella Deville. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what from the dressing gowns made from, is it? The dressing gown puppies. and also my hair as well is lo- is basically oh, exactly shit. the same as his. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! Style icon. So you said dog walking is, is therapeutic. I mean, again, I know nothing about dogs. Is that which would you agree? Uh, I think to a point. Uh, I've I've never had a dog before though. I've, I've, oh. I've walked other people's dogs and that sort of thing. It's more so that. If you've literally gone out for half an hour to go to the shop or whatever, and you come back, you are just showered in love by this dog that's so excited to see you when you get home. They get so excited, they piss themselves. People don't do that. Well, maybe some do, but most people don't do that. I think a lot of women I know who've just had children do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe actually. But it's also, Um, yeah, it's the perfect job. It's a perfect pet for a stand-up comedian. And it's just like positive affirmation and praise so while we're not getting that from live gigs at the moment there'll be loads of comedians buying dogs yeah. <laughs> it's so obvious what's going on and also have you i really like the idea of therapy animals anyway when i was younger i used to be in old people's homes a lot because my mum worked in them and um they would occasionally like they'd bring around like therapy rabbits and therapy oh. dogs and things and for the old people and because it uh is it what's it was it oxytocin? It releases some positive chemical to your brain and like lowers your stress thing. If you if you stroke an animal, it's very oh. therapeutic. Oh. And also, dogs like like it when you they they get like a nice buzz when you stroke them as well. It releases like a happy chemical in their brain, which is interesting. Did not know that. This is the most scientific of all episodes we've had so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but also this is me being like, as soon as I say the scientific stuff, I'm like. Is that true, or is that just something that you feel like should be true? And then I threw like oxytocin in there, which I definitely think is the wrong chemical. But I'm like, they'll believe me if I use the science word, and it's worked, guys. It's absolutely yeah, worked. Yeah, mate, sold <laughs> me, mate. With confidence. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Also, also I, I know that uh, getting getting a dog, well, for both of you, will help you pull the uh, opposite sex. Because oh I, I, I did, yeah. I did some filming years ago, right? And they they gave us a little dog because basically we had to kind of just approach girls and be friendly and stuff. And they thought a dog would help me because they didn't think I could do it by myself. (laughs) Yeah, my brother, when I used to bring the dog with me to London, when I had work, I'd stay in my brother's house. And he would always be like, do you want me to walk the dog? And I'm like, yeah, fine. So he'd go out. And then he was like, I'm just going to take the dog out again. And I was like, what's going on? And so my dog is this weird looking corgi. So he's like really striking looking. He looks like a a husky that's been sawn off. He's got like two blue eyes and he's, yeah, he's a really pretty dog. And uh, he was like, 
okay, I'm going to level with you. Women are going absolutely <laughs> mad for this. He was like, I'm literally beating off with a stick. They come over and they're like, oh my God, is this your dog? And he's like, yes yes it is my dog <laughs> and he was like you get so much female attention he's like he's the he's the best wingman i've ever had <laughs> and this is my brother he's like a proper lad he's been on rugby tours and he's like i'm just gonna take this dog everywhere <laughs> oh is there any comedians who take their dogs to shows with them yeah there's a few i mean there's a late comedian called the incognito who used to whistle while he's on stage and his jack russell would run on what? Um, yeah really? he, i mean he did all sorts of mad stuff anyway yeah he passed away last year maybe the year yeah. before yeah um and yeah he had a, a jack russell for a while that he would sort of like whistle yeah and it would run on stage which is obviously amazing but also like uh, to me i'm like it's a testament to how good he is as a comic because i could never come back from having a dog on stage like you know how excited you were as a kid <laughs> when there's a dog in the playground you're like there's a dog in the playground there's a dog in the it was like the most things i know i'm not better than the feeling of seeing a dog in a playground <laughs> so i'm definitely not better than the feeling of seeing a dog in a comedy club no fucking way um yeah so uh he used to have one there's there's a comedian called Juliet Mayers who does a show with her dog at the Fringe. So she's got this gorgeous... He's from Portugal. Um, he was a street dog. He's called Homer. And she does the shows with him and they're dog friendly so other people bring their dogs. Oh. But she was... Yeah, she was saying like she had to learn how to play the the room because she, she's really really funny she had loads of great material but like if the dog just lies down like everyone is looking at the dog like oh and she's like i'm i'm in the middle of a bit guys <laughs> um and i know karen bailey's got a uh she's a brilliant comic from birmingham she's got a little what is he is it i think he's a king charles cavalier called bertie who yeah comes to her gigs with her so it's just like backstage at gigs yeah oh i think God. it's lovely and and pasco's dog mouse as well i think comes to as much stuff as as he can with her which is just great really and so oh millican God. as well she um on tour tuvok she's got this really cute little rescue dog and he he would come to gigs with her, and it's just especially when you're on your own on tour, it's such a nice thing to have like oh my little mates there as opposed to like you just staring back at your own reflection alone <laughs> in a room backstage is uh, is a really nice way to do it I think. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't know so many comedians had dogs like in their shows and stuff. I'm okay. I'm scared of dogs. I've got to level with you guys. Really? Oh yeah, really? Yeah, I got chased well, by what, a dog why? like when I was about. Uh, maybe seven, eight years old. I was playing football with some mates, right? And then I was in goal, and I wasn't the best goalkeeper, so they can see, I conceded a lot. Ball went in, <laughs> and I ran after the ball, and the dog saw me running with the ball, and obviously thought, it's a game. But I didn't know that's what dogs were thinking. I just thought, shit, the dog's trying to attack me. So I was running <laughs> around this park for ages with the dog, and everyone was like, laughing. Ah, look at Nathan, he's so funny. It's like, guys, oh, whose dog is this, man? And eventually I stopped and the dogs went oh, and stopped and, and walked off. And since then, oh, God. <laughs> it was like the dogs went, it was like the dogs went, about time, man. you got stamina. <laughs> and it's left. Jesus, oh no. This is oh, meant to be no. a feel good podcast and it's awoken some PTSD in your <laughs> childhood trauma. <laughs> We're having to deal with like, yeah, childhood trauma of Nathan Kane. That's what you should rename this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but surely in this case, the chaplain's dog will be a friendly dog, I think. 
Yeah, definitely. A beagle called Dave is not going to be anything other than absolutely sound. Like, <laughs> he's not chasing kids around the park. He's just like reading old copies of Reader's Digest and just chilling out in front of a fire. That's a, I can just tell it's a laid-back dog. Would you ever get a dog then? Like, what, what if your girlfriend, Nathan, was Would like, I get a dog? I've um, got to have a dog. It's make or break. Oh, no, I'll be... There'll be massive apprehensions. I mean... Okay, I'll, I'll say, let's, let's start off with goldfish and see how we get on. Baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> Fair enough. There's, there's a lot of baby steps to go from a, a goldfish to a dog. <laughs> um, so, even though I'm, I feel like my fear of dogs has gone down a little bit, thanks to your conversation. Nice. Oh my God, look at me, changing the world, one dog owner at a time. But the sad thing is, Nathan, as you're an out-of-work comedian, like all the other comedians, you can't afford a dog anymore because all the people like Rich are snapping them up and paying like thousands of pounds for puppies. So sorry, you're going to have to be scared of them for a little bit longer. Um, no, listen, wait, you, you'll probably see me in Edinburgh 2023. I'll be doing a show for dog, you'll be like... That's me. That's my work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this is the other thing is like Juliet Mayers just brilliant, like sells out every single day because like people just want to come and, you know, see a, sh- see a, a show about a dog. Yeah. And see a dog. Also, there's a venue in Swansea where I've done my tour called Cinema and Co. And it's a little independent cinema and has loads of other stuff going on. And they do showings of uh, films where you can bring your dog. So they will show like. Beethoven or uh, what's the one where Not the 101 dogs... Dalmatians yeah stuff like that and, <laughs> right, okay. but it's always like dog themed it's obviously you're not bringing your, your dog to see Saw like it's, it's like dog themed Imagine. stuff <laughs> um, yeah so I think that's really cute and they're like oh yeah we've got the dog sinner in this weekend I just think it's the most adorable thing ever but then we're like, what, like, what like the dog stop barking and stuff I don't know I, had, I took my dog to, to puppy training when he was younger and he barked so much that every single session I was asked to leave. And it was just how long it would be until I was asked to leave. So sometimes we'd get sort of like 20 minutes of an hour long class, but sometimes it'd be like five minutes. And she's like, do you want to just go and sit out da- outside until he calmed down? And I would just have to listen to him barking for like 40 minutes and then get back in the car and be like, well, that was 25 quid well spent. To just have my dog bark in a room that isn't my house. <laughs> Um, he is very untrained, but it doesn't matter now because I just put his brakes on if he's being difficult. <laughs> Wheel him out the door. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, thank Kimmy. That's that's put a smile on my face. As someone who's not a dog lover, thank you very much, man. Um, if people want to. Uh, Catch anything, catch your shows, anything you're doing. Uh, where can they do so? I'm on all the usual stuff like Twitter and Instagram. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only Kira Pritchard McLean on those things. I've got a website, kiraprichardmclean.co.uk. That's probably everything, actually. Lovely, that's cool, man. Check her out, very funny comedian. Rich, uh, it's, it's been it's been fun. It's been it's been educational for me, but it's been yeah, fun. Learn learn a lot about dogs. Yeah. Um, I also think you could probably be the first comedian, maybe, to do a show with a goldfish on stage. I don't think anyone would have done that. Well, so at least that's what you could I, do. I won't get heckled by the fucking goldfish. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. Everyone can bring their own goldfishes to your show and that sort of thing. It'd be amazing. Um, anyway, yeah, at uh, underscore Wolfenden on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, Friday and Saturday nights on Radio X is where I am. Lovely man, cool. Uh, any, any more trips up to a uh, thing? Uh, Goodison. Well, we had the derby at the weekend, didn't we? Uh, and there was a lot of controversy around that. Just um, a little bit, Everton, yeah. Yeah, Everton top of the league though, so I'll still go for that. I think the next game is Man United at home. 
So again, another big match for us. But um, but yeah, pre-match Everton's um, social channels. I'm always on that as well. Cool, cool, cool. Well, good luck with that, and hopefully by the time the next game rolls around, Jordan Pickford will be banned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guys, uh, I'm on social media as always: uh, Instagram at Nathan.Caton and Twitter is Nathan Caton, all one word. Um, catch me up doing gigs and stuff. Until then, uh, guys, uh, take care, man. Hope you guys stay positive, stay well, stay smiling. I'm gonna go research some dogs. Alright man, take care. Laters. Discover more shows on the Sound Rebel Network. Like Men Lose Weight. This is Men Lose Weight. A podcast about four blokes who partied hard through their 20s together and now they think "Mm, maybe we should try and lose a bit of weight in their 30s together. Be honest now lads, have you ever been in the middle of a personal training session and feigned an injury? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I moved from Birmingham to Nottingham two years ago, right? Turns out I've been paying for a gym for two years that I live over a hundred miles away from. (laughs) I guarantee at one point or another he said nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. (laughs) He obviously didn't try that pizza. Did you try that pizza that came out this year? The one good thing about 2020 where it's like KFC and pizza. (laughs) I have lost three pounds this week. Just so you know the numbers, I've also lost three pounds this week. I'm down to 17 stone four. I have also lost three pounds this week. You are joking me. I am one pound down this week. All good. We've all lost, which is is definitely Definitely better than last week, boys. Well done. A lot better than last week. <laughs> Ten pounds in a week, boys. Well, that's like a bait. That's more than my baby weighed when he was born. So we've lost that collectively <laughs> in a week. So, I mean, if you want to look at that, that's pretty decent, isn't it? Men lose weight from Sound Rebel. Listen now on your chosen podcast app.